0: Hello and welcome to Bible 365 with me Hugh Hattrick. It's day 87 and today I'm going to be reading from Joshua chapters 21 and 22 and Luke in the New Testament chapter 6 verses 1 to 26. So I hope you're feeling inspired and ready to go to hear Joshua chapter 21. Now the family heads of the Levites approached Elazar the priest Joshua, son of Nun, and the heads of the other tribal families of Israel at Shiloh in Canaan and said to them, The Lord commanded through Moses that you give us towns to live in with pasture lands for our livestock. So as the Lord had commanded, the Israelites gave the Levites the following towns and pasture lands out of their own inheritance. The first lot came out of the Kohathites, according to their clans. The Levites, who were descendants of Aaron, the priest, were allotted 13 towns from the tribes of Judah, Simeon and Benjamin. The rest of Kohath's descendants were allotted 10 towns from the clans of the tribes of Ephraim, Dan, and half of Manasseh. The descendants of Gershon were allotted 13 towns from the clans of the tribes of Issachar, Ashar, Naphtali, and the half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan. The descendants of Merari, according to their clans, received 12 towns from the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulun. So the Israelites allotted to the Levites these towns and their pasture lands as the Lord had commanded through Moses. From the tribes of Judah and Simeon, they allotted the following towns by name. These towns were assigned to the descendants of Aaron, who were from the Kohathite clans of the Levites, because the first lot fell to them. They gave them Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, with its surrounding pasture land in the hill country of Judah. Arba was the forefather of Anak. But the fields and villages around the city they had given to Caleb son of Jephunneh, and his possession. So the descendants of Aaron, the priest, they gave Hebron, a city of refuge for one accused of murder, Libna, Jetir, Eshtimoah, Holon, Debir, Ain, Judah, and Beth Shemesh, together with their pasture lands, nine towns from these two tribes. And from the tribe of Benjamin, they gave them Gideon, Geba, Anathoth, and Almon, together with their pasture lands, four towns. The total number of towns for the priests, the descendants of Aaron, came to thirteen, together with their pasturelands. The rest of the Koathite clan of the Levites were allotted towns from the tribe of Ephraim. In the hill country of Ephraim, they were given Shechem, a city of refuge for one of, accused of murder, and Gezer. Kibzem and Beth Haron, together with their pasture lands, four towns. Also from the tribe of Dan, they received El Gibbethon, Ajalon and gath rimmon together with their pasture lands four towns from half the tribe of manasseh they received Tanakh and gath rimmon together with their pasture lands two towns all these 10 towns and their pasture lands were given to the rest of the Kohathite clans the levite clans of the gershonites were given from the half tribe of manasseh golan and bashan a city of refuge for one accused of murder and their estera together with their pasture lands. Two towns. From the tribe of Issachar, Kishion and Daberath, Jarmuth and Onganim, together with their pasturelands, four towns. From the tribe of Asher, Mishal and Abden, Helkath and Rehob, together with their pasturelands, four towns. From the tribe of Naphtali, Kadesh in Galilee, a city of refuge for one accused of murder, Hamath Dor and Kartan, together with their pasturelands, three towns. The total number of towns of the Gershonite clans came to 13, together with their pasture lands. The Merarite clans, the rest of the Levites, were given from the tribe of Zebulan, Jokniam and Karta, Demna at Nahalal, together with their pasture lands, four towns. From the tribe of Reuben, Bezer and Jahaz, Kedemoth and Mephath, together with their pasture lands, four towns. From the tribe of Gad, Ramoth and Gilead, a city of refuge for one accused of murder, Mahanaim, Heshbon and Jazar, together with their pasture lands, four towns in all. The total number of towns allotted to the Merarite clans, who were at the rest of the Levites, came to twelve. The towns of the Levites in the territory held by the Israelites were forty-eight in all, together with their pasture lands. Each of these towns had pasture lands surrounding it. This was true for all these towns. So the Lord gave Israel all the land he had sworn to give their ancestors, and they took possession of it and settled there. The Lord gave them rest on every side, just as he had sworn to their ancestors. Not one of their enemies withstood them. The Lord gave all their enemies into their hands. Not one of all the Lord's good promises to Israel failed. Every one was fulfilled. Joshua 22. Then Joshua summoned the Reubenites, the Gadites and the half tribe of Manasseh and said to them, You have done all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded, and you have obeyed me in everything I commanded. For a long time now, to this very day, you have not deserted your fellow Israelites, but have carried out the mission the Lord your God gave you. Now that the Lord your God has given them rest as he promised, return to your homes in the land that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you on the other side of the Jordan. But be very careful to keep the commandment and the law that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you, to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, to keep his commands, to hold fast to him, and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. Then Joshua blessed them and sent them away, and they went to their homes. To the half-tribe of Manasseh, Moses had given land in Bashan, and to the other half of the tribe of Joshua gave land on the west side of the Jordan, along with their fellow Israelites. When Joshua sent them home, He blessed them, saying, Return to your homes with your great wealth, with large herds of livestock, and silver and gold, bronze and iron, and a great quantity of clothing, and divide the plunder from your enemies with your fellow Israelites. So the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half tribe of Manasseh left the Israelites at Shiloh in Canaan to return to Gilead, their own land, which they had acquired in accordance with the command of the Lord through Moses. When they came to Gileoth, Near the Jordan in the land of Canaan, the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half tribe of Manasseh built an imposing altar there by the Jordan. And when the Israelites heard that they had built the altar on the border of Canaan at Gililoth, near the Jordan on the Israelite side, the whole assembly of Israel gathered at Shiloh to go to war against them. So the Israelites sent Phinehas, son of Eleazar the priest, to the land of Gilead, to Reuben, Gad, and the half tribe of Manasseh. With him they sent ten of the chief men one from each of the tribes of Israel, each the head of a family division among the Israelite clans. When they went to Gilead, to Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, they said to them, the whole assembly of the Lord says, how could you break faith with the God of Israel like this? How could you turn away from the Lord and build yourselves an altar in rebellion against him now? Was not the sin of Peor enough for us? Up to this very day we have not cleansed ourselves from that sin even though a plague fell on the community of the Lord. And are you now turning away from the Lord? If you rebel against the Lord today, tomorrow he will be angry with the whole community of Israel. If the land you possess is defiled, come over to the Lord's land where the Lord's tabernacle stands and share the land with us. But do not rebel against the Lord or against us by building an altar for yourselves, other than the altar of the Lord our God. When Achan, son of Zerah, was unfaithful in regard to the devoted things, did not wrath come on the whole community of Israel? He was not the only one who died for his sin. Then Reuben, Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh replied to the heads of the clans of Israel, the mighty one, God, the Lord, the mighty one, God, the Lord. He knows and let Israel know, if this has been in rebellion or disobedience to the Lord, do not spare us this day. If we have built our own altar to turn away from the Lord, and to offer burnt offerings and grain offerings or to sacrifice fellowship offerings on it, may the Lord himself call us to account. No, we did it for fear that someday your descendants might say to ours, what do you have to do with the Lord, the God of Israel? The Lord has made the Jordan a boundary between us and you, you Reubenites and Gadites. You have have no share in the Lord's, so your descendants might cause ours to stop feeding the Lord. That is why we said, let us get ready and build an altar but not for burnt offerings or sacrifices. On the contrary, it is to be a witness between us and you and the generations that follow that we will worship the Lord at his sanctuary with our burnt offerings, sacrifices and fellowship offerings. Then in the future, your descendants will not be able to say to ours, you have no share in the Lord. And we said, if they ever say this to us or to our descendants, we will answer, look at the replica of the Lord's altar with which our ancestors built not for burnt offerings and sacrifices, but as a witness between us and you. When Phinehas the priest and the leaders of the community, the heads of the clans of the Israelites, heard what Reuben, Gad and Manasseh had to say, they were pleased. And Phinehas, son of Eleazar the priest, said to Reuben, Gad and Manasseh, Today we know that the Lord is with us, because you have not been unfaithful to the Lord in this matter. Now you have rescued the Israelites from the Lord's hand. Then Phinehas, son of Eleazar the priest, and the leaders returned to Canaan from their meeting with the Reubenites and Gadites in Gilead and reported to the Israelites. They were glad to hear the report and praise God, and they talked no more about going to war against them to devastate the country where the Reubenites and the Gadites lived. And the Reubenites and the Gadites gave the altar this name, a witness between us, that the Lord is God. Now we'll go into the New Testament, into Luke, chapter 6, and it's verses 1 to 26. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to pick some heads of grain, rub them in their hands and eat the kernels. Some of the Pharisees asked, Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? And Jesus answered them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and taking the consecrated bread, He ate what is lawful only for the priests to eat, and he also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath he went into the synagogue and was teaching, and the man whose right hand was shriveled. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand, Get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? He looked around at them all and then said to the man, stretch out your hand. He did so and his hand was completely restored. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them, whom he also designated apostles. Simon, who he named Peter, his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, son of James and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. He went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem and from the coastal region around Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by impure spirits were cured and people, all the people tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. Looking at his disciples, he said, blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you, and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven. For that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. And there we are. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time to come together to hear your word and to pray and to learn, Lord, the wisdom that you have for us. We ask that you would help us to grow in everything that we do. Lord, we pray for our families and our friends who might be ill or going through challenging times. We pray you would help us to reach them, to show our love for you in them, Lord. And I pray for great healings and great turnarounds in the lives of all we know. And all those, Lord, around the world, Lord, who are facing persecution and difficulties, as we pray for good government, for justice to be done and for your will to be done. In Jesus' name, amen. And of course, for the sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I have done many things wrong. Lord, I truly repent of all my sin and I ask that you would forgive me of my sin for you died on the cross so so that my sin could be forgiven and I would be set free. And on the third day, you rose again to fulfill the promises of the Father in heaven. And that is exactly what you have achieved. As you sit at the right hand side of the Father, you have given us new life in you. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask that you would come into my life, my heart, my soul, my mind, everything that I am. Make me anew, a new person, a new creation in Christ Jesus. I give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus name. Amen. Well, thank you very much for joining with me today. It's always a pleasure to read the word. I hope you're feeling inspired and ready to get on and achieve more for the rest of the day. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Remember to get the website out there so more and more people can hear the word or watch it on YouTube. But take care. God bless. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye just now.